I'm Luca Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. Yeah. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the back. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member at MavsMoneyBall.com, and I am joined. As always, by my co-host, writer at Mavs.com. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? So, uh, today is Tuesday, but on Mondays, uh, my weekly piece for Mavs.com comes out, uh, in which I kind of recap the past week for the Mavs, which has been super fun over the past two weeks. But I also hand out uh, a couple of awards on there, like play of the week, and quote of the week, and moment of the week, and all this stuff. Podcast co-host of the week. Podcast co-host of the week. In which uh, I didn't Nick win this. I, I was gonna say I didn't win this week. I got snubbed. <laughs> um, I always hand out a player of the week. Okay, so there's uh, there's been um, how many players have I handed out? One, two. I've handed out six awards. There's been six weeks of the season. Can you take a guess about uh, the player who's won the player of the week award the most? Is it JJ Barea? It is not as Luka Doncic. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but he's only won it twice. I gave it to DeAndre Jordan the first week. That's and like Ma- that's like answering with Jesus, and you're when you're in Sunday school, like you're sitting. Anybody ask a question? You just, <laughs> Jesus. You're like uh, always the Jesus. Answer. Wow, what an answer! Uh, so you say Luka, and it'll be good. Uh, but I went DeAndre Jordan the first week, then Maxi when he had his uh, kind of breakout week there. Uh, and then I went with Luca back to back weeks. Almost went with Luca for a third week, but Harrison Barnes had a great week uh, two weeks ago. And man, this past week was super hard for me because you Luka had the did not Memphis have that good of a week. Luca, yeah, had a, had a, had a weird week, and they played. You know, they won the Boston game, they won the Brooklyn game. The Memphis game was almost like a toss out because no one did really well in that game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went with JJ Barea. And it's kind of crazy because I'm like, can you, and I even wrote in there, I said, can you give a player of the week award to a player who misses one of the three games of the week? <laughs> and, uh, cause he didn't play in that Memphis game, but I'm like, but they lost that game. They lost the game. And literally there were, <laughs> Luca was the only player who was a, uh, was a positive plus minus. And it was like a plus three and nobody scored over 20 points. It was just a crappy game all around. So it was almost like a toss out game for everybody, but I ended up giving it to JJ Perea. Do you think that was the right move? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. J.J. Barea is a wizard. He's amazing. He's done some incredible things. And Your Hamilton-J.J. Barea mashup was <laughs> remarkable. Please go watch it. Or not watch it. I thought you could you watch gonna, it. You could just sit you there said, and watch when, it. When you first sent me that, texted it to me, I was like, oh, snap, he made a video of Hamilton and J.J. Oh, Barea. I, I thought about it because <laughs> there's enough there. Because you, Nick, guys, if you haven't seen Nick's like parody uh songs they're top notch and that's that's what my original hopes when i saw the text i was like oh he made a parody of hamilton and jj Barea." i might have to now now you might have to and you got the singing and everything we just set the stage for it all right so today what we're getting we're getting into we are digging our teeth into something a little, something a little, uh, it's a little gritty. It's, it's orange and hairy and it's got googly eyes. And we're going to try to rank Luka Doncic now. It's, it's early. I know we're 18, 18 games into his NBA career. We've seen a couple of preseason games. 
But we're going to try to rank Luka Doncic across all NBA players. Not just rookies, because he'd be number one. That'd be boring. Not just with Mavericks players. that He'd be number one. That'd be boring. We're going to try to rank him. Not just in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference. In all the conferences. All the divisions. Who cares about divisions anymore? We don't. We just care about the players that play in those divisions. And we're going to try to rank Luka. This thought of us doing this on this podcast uh, really came from uh, Twitter and not just uh, Mavs fans because really over the past couple of weeks now, you know, really from the start of the season, but especially since the Mavericks have kind of went on this hot streak of six out of the last eight games and stuff, you have seen national media really take uh, notice of uh, Luka Doncic's his play this season. Yeah, about and, time, guys. Yeah, about time. And you see, I mean, it's just, it feels like every game you see some new national reporter tuning in for a Mavericks game because of Luka and how the Mavericks have almost become just must-watch league pass team because people want to see what this Luka Doncic hype is uh, going on right now and how well he's playing for uh, being 19 years old. And, I mean, even today we saw we saw Bill Simmons tweet out and uh, some of his stat lines. And it was like, this is crazy that this is what Luka's doing right now. I'm going to – he's going to be on first-name basis now. He's just Luka. And, uh, but, I mean, every media site's talking about right now the, you know, rookie of the year argument. It's not really a conversation right now. It's Luka uh, unless he goes in a slump. And, you know, people like uh, right now you see – uh, people throwing out, is he an all-star? And, you know, that's however you want to take that. It's going to be crazy in the West, the Mavericks, especially if the Mavericks really push themselves uh, into the playoff. Especially if he has to be considered either a guard or a forward. Yeah, have fun figuring <laughs> that one. out. Uh, what a crazy backcourt, Nick, that uh, Luke and Dennis It's is. a backcourt. It's a backcourt. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I saw something on Twitter the other day because everybody's throwing everything out right now. I heard on the podcast the other day, I forget what it, what it was. I listen, I have like a 40 to 45 minute uh, commute to work. So I listen to podcasts all the time. And one and of the we podcasts, hope many of you are doing that exact same thing exactly, too. Have a good exactly. day at work today. <laughs> Own your day at work today. Win the day. And, uh, but anyway, somebody asked, uh, it was a basketball podcast and they asked, they said, what is like Luca's ceiling? They were saying, you know, it was like, what can he be an MVP? Can he be like all the stuff? And can he be a top five player like in his sometime in his career? And it's just everybody right now is trying to figure out like what is just how good is Luka Doncic and how good is he right now? And so are we. And so, and that's kind of what led us to this podcast because I, I, we saw this tweet not so long ago. And somebody just like randomly reached out, just threw it out there, and it's like, "Hey, is Luka Doncic already a top twenty-five player? Is he already a top twenty player? Top thirty? Like, they just kind of threw that idea out. And originally, I looked at it and I said, "Okay, that's just kind of like, I love Luka, and we're like, we're we're all aboard riding this wave right now." But actually, how high is he? And now I started looking at some of these lists and. So that's what we're going to do on the podcast today. We're going to try to um, – we are obvi- we obviously cover the Mavericks. We've watched every single second that Luka Doncic has played uh, this season and preseason and everything. But we're going to uh, try to look at this and say, hey, actually where is he uh, in the players of, in the league? And our basis for this is this ESPN list that came out at the beginning of the season. And this is right now. This is not trade value column. This is not, you know – going forward who we think you know is is he going to be better than this player going forward because obviously if you're like all right jimmy butler or luca i'm probably going to pick luca because he's going to have he's going to have a longer shelf life you know if you're talking about 
you know, length of time and contract. And if you're looking into the future and all that stuff, uh, we're just looking at right now. We're just looking at today. This is like our, our rankings of the starting, you know, positions at the beginning of the season and the off season that we did. Uh, it's a lot like that. So we're, we're going to try to rank him with all NBA players. Yeah. So eventually at the end of this podcast, we're going to have a kind of a tier, a tier thing. We might not yeah. have an ex- exact, Hey, he is the, you know, whatever, best player. <laughs> 48th best player, whatever it is. Like we're not going to, we might not have an exact number, but we're at least going to try to put him in a tier of where he is already at 19, uh, 20 games, or 18 games into his, I think 19 is probably a little high. 19 years old. Nick and I were laughing because he was really close to having a leap year birthday. Yeah, he's and, born February 28th. And we were laughing if he was born on leap year, then all the jokes of, you know, everybody that's always like, he's just 19, he's just 19. We would totally lead the charge of, he's, he's just eight. Yeah. <laughs> he's just six years old. <laughs> he's just like, oh, that would just be, yeah. No, he's be- not. He's only seen six birthdays. <laughs> Ask him. Uh, but um, before we do that, Isaac, the Utah Jazz lost by 40 to the Pacers tonight. The, you lie. I haven't seen that. The Rockets lost uh, to the Wizards in overtime tonight. The Pelicans and the Timberwolves both are 10 and 11. So the Mavericks have a better record right now than the Rockets, the Jazz, the Pelicans, and the Timberwolves. Dang. That's Isn't that that That's insane. To start, I mean, the Jazz are... They got they got issues because they're not even they're not even waiting on anybody to come back from injury. Yeah, yeah. At least Houston was. Chris hey, Paul didn't we, play tonight. Yeah, at least Houston missed James Harden for a bit. They had the Carmelo experience, whatever that is, yeah. and you know, Chris Paul tonight, whatever. So like, and they like lost some people from last year that they're still like. At least they can look at it and say we have a little bit of excuse. Oh, Utah, woof, man, what's going on there? That's gonna. That could be a extreme shake it up type of. Uh, yeah, it was almost team. forty. It was one hundred twenty one to eighty eight. So close enough. That's brutal. I think I was. I might have been all aboard the Quinn Snyder, coach of the year train I mean, too. I, but I think uh, we had them at like three and four. Oh yeah, the we West were, yeah, this there, year. There was a ton of people that had them super high. Some people had them as a two seed. Um, That's yeah. wild. Which would I mean? Which one of those surprises you the most? The Timberwolves, the Pelicans, the Rockets, or the Jazz? Oh, Jazz by far. I, Even one, the, I didn't the think Rockets. Pel- the Rockets are okay. nine and ten. One, I didn't think the Pelicans could make the playoffs, so like that put that out of there. Yeah. Um, who is the other? Timberwolves? Timberwolves, oh, you'd be like, oh, they probably gosh. traded Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that makes whatever. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, Houston, whatever. They, it's just they they missed James Harden for a bit there, and yeah, I mean, I, they've almost I lost thought, as many games as they did all last season. I thought they would be better for sure, but I'm, I. Utah, who has not had any major injuries and they didn't lose anybody in the offseason for the most part, they brought back pretty much the same team and they're this bad right now. That's that's brutal. That's shocking to me. I mean, Mitchell didn't play tonight, but oh, but 40, we'll, we'll but 40 points, yeah, at home, at home, too. They're supposed to have an that's advantage right. at home. It's wild. The West is wild. Go listen to our podcast from yesterday. We talked about all how the West is wild. So, all right, let's take a break when we come back. We'll start to attempt to rank Luka Doncic. All right, Isaac, get us started. All right, so we're going to start from, with the the base, the foundation with of what we bottom. can – With the bottom. Start no, up on the no. bottom there. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> hell yeah. No, um, no, 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 no. Back before the season started, ESPN 
uh, ranked the top 100 players in the NBA heading into the season, and they actually ranked rookies. Uh, Luka Doncic was the highest rated Maverick on uh, their top 100, and Luka came in at 63 heading into the season, which shocked some people that, hey, this rookie uh, who's never played step foot on the uh, or played an NBA game is 63. I mean, they had him, just looking at people above him on the list right now, they had him over marketing and J.J. Redick and Josh Richardson and Will Barton and some of these guys. At 63. Yeah, that doesn't sound as crazy. <laughs> doesn't sound as crazy now, but like heading into the season, he hadn't played. So so at first, we're going to look at some of these players and from 63 to 50 on ESPN and make sure that we're in the consensus that we that Luca's above above these guys. So like looking at the next person on the list, 62, they had Lonzo Ball. Get out of here. Um, yeah, he's way better. Drogic, which is crazy because I actually saw this tweet the other day of saying, Wow, how crazy is it that uh, Drogic is not the uh, best Slovenian basketball player in the NBA <laughs> right now? Uh, because he's held that title for a while. Um, he's 32. Yeah. He's, yeah. Tobias Harris was at 60. Ooh, Tobias, see, Tobias Harris is going up on this list. He's going, Yeah, he's going up for sure. Is uh, he Paul better Mills than Luca right now, though? No, he's not. I would take Luca over Tobias Harris. But see, we're no just way. talking about right now. Just talking about right today. Are you about to compare these stats right now? I'm just looking to see where he is. We, okay, another full disclosure. Nick and I have not discussed where we have like each other, where we've had, where we would put Luca at. So um, this will be curious. Just like our pre or our uh, off season rankings, we do a positions, which is always super fun and always brings some uh, great hate from people. I mean, I, I would take Luca <clears throat> over Tobias, but. It's closer than you. They're also just very different players. Tobias is not. Yes. Even, yeah. yeah. I mean, and obviously these rankings are super hard to you know make because when you have centers like Carl Anthony Towns compared to Luca, it's like completely different. Yeah. Or you know, or a, you know, some whatever. Anyway, Paul Millsap, Porzingis. You kind of throw Porzingis out. Oh, uh, yeah, that stinks. Saric, Eric Bledsoe. Oh, yes. Yes. Taking Luca over all these people. Marcus Smart. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> Brandon Ingram, yes. Yes. Joe Ingles. Yes. Yes. Sixth best small uh, forward in the NBA. I had Ricky Rubio as the 52nd best player in the league. Um, Marc Gasol at 51. Interesting. Marc Gasol or Luka. See, now you have this, the center you know, wing comparison. So Marc Gasol is interesting for, for me because he's having an incredible season. And at 51, that's insane that they had him at 51. Mark Saul's 18 points, 10 boards, 4 assists, a steal and a half, and almost a block and a half a game. And shooting yeah. almost 40% from three on four and a half. See, that's, that's crazy. He's having a, he's, him and, and Conley both are having a great start to this season. I'd take, he, Gasol, I'd take Gasol over Luka. He's in this uh, – we're going to – I'm going to uh, – break some tears out for Nick in a little bit. And he's in one of these tiers uh, near Luca that uh, we can debate on some, uh, just looking a little bit more at ESPN's list before we talk about tears. They had Miritich at 50. Um, yeah, he Robert, had a good end of this end of the season last year and a good playoff. So that, that vaulted him. Robert Covington at 49. Get him. Out of here. Miles Turner at 48. Oh, get him. He get him off <laughs> hey, the list. Yeah. He actually had a nice game tonight. Get him off the uh, Steven list. Steven Adams at 47. Drummond at 47. Steven Adams over Marcus Gasol. 
Yeah, Drummond at 46, Jamal Murray at 45. Drummond and Luka. Mike Conley at 44, Gary Harris at 43. You taking Luka over all these guys? Not Mike Conley, probably. Okay. Okay. All right, so let's look at tiers, because we could do this ESPN thing all day, just going down the list and how far we move him up. Let's, let's Let's swap it, and let's start from the top. Miles because with 16 4 and 4 tonight with two steals and two blocks. It's a it's an okay night. How many minutes did he play? I didn't think he played that many minutes. Anyway. 25 anyway. Sabonis um, is going to start over. Sabonis had 13 10 and 6 tonight. Come on. Nick and I have this feud going between Sabonis and Turner. I'm obviously team Turner, he's team Sabonis. And neither of us have watched Pacers games. <laughs> That's very true. Um <laughs> let's start from the top of the league and let's okay. move ourselves down. Um and try to create some type of tiers instead of really debating these exact numbers. Can we both agree that there is a top nine? In my opinion, there's a top nine in the league. And this is tier one. I'm putting this tier one. Obviously, you could put LeBron and KD probably together in a tier by themselves. But in tier one, I have LeBron, Kevin Durant, James Harden. No, There's no order. Yeah. Steph Curry, Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Giannis, Kawhi and Embiid. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're all up there. I would yes, I would put them in a tier kind of the tier one by themselves with um yeah. As I just think that there is a You wouldn't little throw bit, Butler in there? Right behind them I have Jimmy Butler, Paul George, um Jokic. Okay, I'll <laughs> list off the next guys. So if we have them in those top nine and that's a tier one these are the guys I kind of have in this next group. Jimmy Butler, Paul George. Are any of these guys you're hesitating with Luka Doncic? No, they're all better. Uh, yeah, I'm not either. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, Jokic, Oladipo, Kyrie Irving, Chris he Paul. He sunned him the other night. but That's, okay. that's very true. Chris Paul, uh, Kimball Walker, which is, I think, put himself in oh, heck this yeah. yes, uh, conversation. Damian Lillard. Clay Thompson. Yeah. Um, and some people might disagree with these these last three that I put in this tier. I have Rudy Gobert in this tier. Not right now. <laughs> not, yeah. Not right now. I have Blake Griffin in this tier. Oh, heck yeah. He's having a, such a great year. I tweeted about this today. This dude's having a remarkable year. Nobody's really talking about it. Uh, and I have DeMar DeRozan in this tier. Sure. That takes you to 21 players. The original question uh, posed on Twitter was, is Luka Doncic a top 25, top 30 player? <clears throat> There's some Mavs fans right now that are really screaming at me. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you would take DeMar DeRozan over Luka Doncic or something like that. I would right um, now. There's there's some uh, fans that are listening to this saying, why are you even uh, debating if Luka is a top 25 player? He's not. He's Y'all are overhyping him. This is where I think it gets interesting because I think that Luca is in this next tier of players, and this is where we can talk a little bit. <laughs> um, would you say, no doubt, Draymond's better than Luca right now? Yeah, Gwen Are Stefani, you, no doubt. You would, Okay. I do have him over Luca. I was just asking. I at least thought about it a little bit. Uh, no doubt you would take Towns over Luca right now. 
No. Ooh, ooh, there's a pause. No. 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 Luca over Towns. Call me a homer. I don't even live there anymore. <laughs> I'm taking Luca. I'm just I'm taking Luca. There's too much with Towns. He's he's become, you know, the player that we did not want him to become. He's become the player we did not. Want. We could say the same about Draymond, but he's done. He's done things. So I put I put uh, a couple of these players in comparison on the. Uh, so the next player is Ben Simmons, and I that think that's a. That's what that one's fun to talk about because, I personally would take Luca over Ben Simmons right now, and there is some people that will just come at you on Twitter over that, <laughs> um, but. I just think for me, and we talked a little bit about this before we hit record, because I think that um, Luca versus Ben Simmons right now, is, uh, I think it's a real conversation. Um, but <clears throat> I think Luca's ability to shoot outweighs Ben Simmons' ability to play defense. And in this style of NBA and where we're at in today's game, I think that makes Luca Doncic a better overall player than Ben Simmons right now. Yeah, well, he definitely has. I definitely agree that he has more upside right now. Okay. Right? Because of the shot. This, 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 the shot like elevates his ceiling. Would you say that, that last year, honestly, he's probably as good as he probably can be last year and, and this year, I guess. Ben Simmons? Yeah. He, he just when well, you, and, Yeah, and if he doesn't have a shot. How much better can you get? Now, now you can point to Giannis and be like, well, he could do that. <laughs> That's yeah, but at least Giannis, different. like Giannis, isn't like Ben. Like Ben didn't even attempt a single three didn't last even year. Attempt one. He did. He hasn't attempted one this year. And so, like, when you haven't attempted a, a three in a oh a hundred and what thirty forty fifty games, considering the playoffs, like come on, Giannis is shooting eleven percent from three this year. Well, like, it, but at least forty five. <laughs> but at least Giannis can like pull up. Like he can hit an open. Like he can you know, hit. He can hit tw- jump shots. Footer. Yeah, like, Ben Simmons like won't even take jump shots. No, Ben Simmons is just shooting like one hand, which he's still remarkable. Like we're not Heck saying yeah. it. it's just so like looking at some of their we're stat talking lines about right him now, in the top twenty five in the NBA. Yeah, I mean we're so I put four players on the player comparison on Basketball Reference and just look at their stat lines. I put Luca, Blake Griffin, Ben Simmons, and Towns. So Luca's averaging nineteen points, six rebounds, and four assists. Ben Simmons is averaging fifteen points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. Well, almost nine boards and almost eight assists. But okay, okay, almost nine boards, eight assists. Uh, if you want to round up, Lucas and rebounds to... Ben Simmons' athletic ability. I mean, he is an insane athlete, <laughs> and compared to to Luca, that I mean, that's a big advantage too. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I mean, the defense, yeah. it's the athleticism. Because if you're looking at both sides of this, you say, okay, well, Luca has the shooting, Luca has the floater game, Luca has you know all these other things. Ben Simmons has him on athleticism, defense, uh, probably playmaking. A slight edge there on, on playmaking. Ooh, I don't know. I would argue that just, getting just because getting more opportunity. Yeah, just because Ben Simmons gets to run the point more. I think if we got Luka Doncic in that role like you did against Boston, we would see those numbers reflect that. Yeah, I think. Luka, yeah, this year according to Basketball Luka's... Reference, Ben Simmons eighty nine percent of his minutes at point guard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Luke is a remarkable passer. So I think that's more about role stuff and all that. 
Um, yeah, they don't have a ben- they don't have a Dennis Smith Jr. or a JJ Barea. They have a McConnell and a Fultz, <laughs> or they did have a yeah. Fultz. By the time you listen to this, they could not have a Fultz. <laughs> they could not have Fultz. Um, All right, when we come when- back, when we come back, hit me with the next tier, uh, or let, let's let's definitively say right now, Ben Simmons or Luca. I think I'll take Luca Doncic over Ben Simmons right now. I'll go with you. I'll take him over him as well. When we come back, Isaac's going to hit me with the next tier and his best shot. All right, Isaac, hit me with your best tier next. Okay, so after DeRozan, I had I have those four players. I had Draymond Towns, Luka, and Ben Simmons. And that takes you to 25. After that, tell me any of these players that you would put in that tier with a Draymond, Luka, Ben Simmons, Towns type player. I'm going to list these players for you. You tell me yes or no. CJ McCollum. No. Bradley Beal. No. LaMarcus Aldridge. Um. Maybe. Um. <laughs> we'll go on. No, Drew Holiday. Not right now. <laughs> Drew Holiday. I put Drew Holiday probably above those guys. Both, okay. sides, both sides of the ball. That's really uh, so he enters the group with Draymond all the, uh, and Luka in them. Would you put him above Luka Doncic? Gosh. No. Drew Holiday? Or, no, get out of here. Come on. You take Luka over Drew Holiday. I just said that. I said You said, would you put him above Luka? I said no. Yeah, so like if you say yes, then they'll move into that, that third tier with Draymond, Towns, Luka in them. And then if you in after that, then I'll say, okay, would you put him over Luka? Um, Kevin Love? No. Jason Tatum. Well, not now. He's having a bad year. <laughs> not now. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Speaking of bad years. <laughs> um, Kyle Lowry. Mm. No, I take Luka Doncic over Kyle Lowry. Okay. Right now, I would. You wouldn't. He's you a, think that's more a, of a conversation? We're, we're throwing a lot of names out of here. No, I would take Luka still. Okay. Andre Drummond. Yeah, I still take Luca. His game is problematic. Yeah, Mike Conley. Uh man, I probably take it, Conley over him. He at least goes into that next tier. Yeah, Mark Gasol is fellow Memphis. Yeah, guy. take Gasol. Devin Booker. I take Luca. Okay, Booker is, is your. I mean, he's guaranteeing you thirty points, but he's also going to give up. A thousand points on the other end, and he's just not the playmaker that, that Luke is right now. Okay, Way so better out score, of, better shooter, all those things, but not better at. Out of these guys, tell me if you would take Luca over any of these guys: Draymond, Towns, Ben Simmons, Conley, Mark Gasol. I take him over Towns right now. Okay, so if you would take him over Towns, that means you would have Luca as at twenty-five for the most part. Does that sound crazy or what? That does sound crazy. <laughs> it does sound crazy when you when you start thinking about it. But I I sent I sent out a few tweets today, and um, some people are sharing their opinion about it, whatever. But it's pretty remarkable when you look at Lucas' stat line. And listen, I did not go out. I did not go uh, to look at these lists and say, you know what? How could I get Luka Doncic to be on a list with some cra- with the the great players in the NBA right now? I did not try to find these numbers <laughs> to qualify and all this stuff. Even yeah, 
I just literally went to Luca Luca Statlon and Basketball Reference, and I said, okay, he averages 19 points. I put these qualifiers in there. It said 19 points, six rebounds, four assists, and field goal percentage. Because that's 40. what Luca is averaging. He put those yes. numbers in specifically because that's what Luca's averaging. See who else is averaging the same thing. Exactly, and he's shooting 45% from the field. So I'm like, I just want to see how many other players in the league is averaging at least hit that stat line that Luca's averaging right now. Turns out there are only seven players in the NBA that's averaging at least 19 points, six rebounds, four assists, and shooting 45% from the field. Who are those players, Isaac? Those seven players are Kevin Durant, oh. LeBron, LeBron James, oh. Giannis, oh. Anthony Davis, oh. Blake Griffin, oh. Russell Westbrook, oh. and Luka Doncic. Oh! <laughs> So like that's that's the thing like there you know Luca haters were quote tweeting him like oh cool you're trying to qualify this to put Luca on this list with these great players no that's just what Luca's stat line is right now and I just want to see how many this that's how many players across the league are doing that right now the craziest one to me is this one instead of using 45 percent from the field I looked at his three point percentage which was 39 percent and I swapped that and I said let's look at the qualifiers of players who are averaging at least 19 points at least six rebounds, at least four assists, while shooting at least 39% from three. There's only one player in the entire NBA, and that's Luka Doncic. That blew my mind. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so what you're saying is, statistically, by advanced analytics, that Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA. (laughs) That's not even advanced stats. I sent this (laughs) to a guy today, and I I sent him uh, this person's response, and he started cracking him. He said, bro, that's not even – I love when people, like – bash stuff like this and it's not even advanced stats those are just basic like <laughs> points are, rebounds those are counting stats yes yeah, so it's just the most basic stats <laughs> but like that gives you some perspective of it's not just mavericks fans are saying that are hyping him up and or it's just false hype and stuff we he has went toe-to-toe with Kyrie irving he's you battled you know some of LeBron. these guys and, and lebron at the end of games trading baskets and stuff like that so yeah his biggest flaw right now is his defense and that he's not the perimeter defender. Like, you know, that's his biggest area that he's got to work on. But when you start looking at some of these guys in these tiers, they all kind of have a flaw or like, where is their flaw? Like towns is not a very good defensive player. Ben Simmons can't shoot. So like you look at some of these guys and say, okay, like if some of the, like some of them guys have their flaws, why can't Luca be in this conversation? And so, yeah, is it crazy to think that Luka Doncic right now is a top 25 player in the league? For some people, that that sounds crazy, but I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think he's a, like a top 20 player probably, but I think he's in the 25 to 30 range. I think he's right there. I think he's 23 to 30. Uh, I would probably take Draymond over him right now. Probably maybe Mike Conley, Towns, somewhere through there. I think he's like 23, 24, uh, somewhere through there. The 23 to 27 range, I think that's where Luka Doncic is. Could he move up into the top 20 by the end of the season? That's, I think, the conversation. What would he have to do to do the, to, to get there? I was thinking about that today. I'm like, how, like, okay, let's say they did transition him into the role that he played against Boston. Yeah, they would probably have to do that. Like, what if they did that? They put the ball in his hands more. He, you know, obviously could get more assists. He had eight assists the other night. 
What would that look like? Would he score more? Would he score less? Would his assist numbers go up? Because you look at somebody like DeMar DeRozan um, right above him, um, which I have him as DeMar DeRozan as like top 20, top 21 player. DeRozan's averaging right at 25 points a game and six assists. You know, Luka's at 19 points and four assists. Uh, DeMar DeRozan's also averaging six rebounds a game. That's what Luke is averaging. So like He's you been might like 18 years. <laughs> so like that's a, you might, um, you know, hold up when, you know, somebody's trying to make the DeRozan, you know, all oh, he shouldn't be blah, blah, blah. So how could Luca move? I mean, he'd have, he'd have to score over 20 points a game. And then could he, could he get those numbers? Here's the thing. Could he get Ben Simmons, uh, points and re I mean, assist and rebound numbers, but with over 20 points. Well, he's not going to get the rebound numbers as long as DeAndre Jordan shares the floor with him. So. Oh, Nick went there. They had a nice moment with the technical free throw, though. It was it was mentioned on both the starters and the jump today. Really? Yep. And That's and cool. J and JJ being carried off by DeAndre was on was on both shows. I was I was happy for the boys. That's hilarious. Getting some national attention. Uh, but Ben Simmons, uh, like when you look at his stat line from last year, he had fi- he, he averaged he pretty much averaged fifteen eight and eight or sixteen eight and eight. Could Luca could if if Luca could finish the season averaging over twenty points and hover around the eight and eight mark and shoot forty five percent from the field and the thirty nine forty percent from three? That's that's some rare territory, and where could that put him? Would you put him over a Clay Thompson at that point? Would you put him over, you know, a Chris Paul at that point? Where would you, you know, it's hard to, we don't know exactly what position to put somebody at Luka, you know, like Luka at, a small forward or a shooting guard, or would he be a point guard? Or like, it's hard to even look at that. Where Would he be a top blank shooting guard in the league? You, you don't know what kind of position to put him at. but His position is on the floor, as Carlisle said on draft night, which was the <laughs> smartest thing Carlisle's ever said. His position is on the floor, kind of like what Zion would be when he comes into the league. I think another thing on top of the numbers, like if he got 28-8 and eight, or if he was at you know whatever we were saying with good efficiency stats and stuff, What's going to take Luca to this next level is these moments. These moments of, yeah. like in the Lakers game, I, I did this whole video. You can go to my YouTube channel, Nick Van Exit. I walk through the entire end of the game, and Luca is just doing play after play after play that helped the Mavs win. If, if Luca can continue to do, make those winning plays and help the Mavs win games and help their clutch record, which is way better than it was last year when they lost 38 games in the clutch, if he can help them in that area, if he can make these winning plays and help the Mavericks win basketball games, that's what's going to vault him for me to that next level. I don't care if he's averaging 15, 6, and 4, you know, like he has been over the last like five games. If they're winning basketball games and Luka is the driving factor in that, then then he's moving up, you know. And we, we watch all of his games, so we're biased, obviously. Some of these guys, we could be, you know, we could be – putting too low like like a Mitchell or Lowry, you know, or guys like that where we don't we don't see day to day what kind of impact they make. But this is where it stands for us right now. Yeah, and you said how what if he did finish um what if he did finish right at 20 points, 8 assists and 8 rebounds? Which would be super hard for him to get up to the 8 assist mark right now. Uh just because he's at like 4 or 5. I guess it wouldn't be that hard, but it would be hard. You'd have, you'd have to up your average uh Three. We're like a fourth of the way, th- we're, we're close to a fourth of the way through the season already. 
So just for perspective on... You have to average like 10 assists a game or 12 assists a game for the rest of the... It's on, so twenty eight to five. If you get to six and five, is is twenty eight and eight something realistic for the future, like seasons? If they're going to commit to him being the primary offensive initiator, yes. So and if they, DeAndre Jordan chills out. That has only happened fourteen times in NBA history that somebody has averaged twenty points, eight assists, and eight rebounds. At least that. Several last, are, several are LeBron. Several are. Um, one no, two, one two, time is Jordan. Two of them is LeBron. Uh, three of them is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Magic Johnson in uh, eighty eighty one. The Big O has has done it five oh, yeah. times or four times, five times. Wilt did it once, but it's probably not on there. Wilt did it once. Wilt averaged twenty four points, twenty three rebounds, and eight assists. Uh, and Michael That's when he led and, the league in assists because he felt like it. Oh, you know, Wilt, Wilt finished the season averaging 48 minutes one year. Um, <laughs> remarkable. Um, and Jordan, yeah, Jordan did it also. Uh, Jordan did it one time in 88-89. He averaged 32 points, 8 points, 8, or eight rebounds, 8 assists. Wow, you think he was good at basketball? <sighs> he might have been the GOAT. All right, well, we've already gone a little over. Guys, have we really? Yeah, we're at 36 minutes. All right, so it... Is Luka Dodges definitively, is he a... Definitively top 30. There you go. Yeah, I, I'm comfortable with saying that. Subjectively, for, top 25. <laughs> uh, for what it's worth, uh, 20 points, 8 rebounds, and 8 assists has only happened 28 times in uh, history. It would be much easier for him to get up to 6 assists per game compared to 8. And that has not happened uh, very much in NBA history. Definitely not. All right, guys, let us know what you think about the podcast. Tweet us at Nick Van Exit, at Isaac L. Harris, and uh, at Lockdown Mavs. We appreciate it. Please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And if you're going to review, do something nice. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom. Boom.